Good afternoon. I am Pastor Antonio Eubanks of Heath Ministries, where we believe in using the Word of God to heal, empower, and teach so that you may be properly equipped to help establish the kingdom of God and its principles in your families, communities, and world. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to attend our Sunday service for a life-impacting experience. Please visit our website at heatministries.org for more information. We would love to hear from you. But for now, we pray that you enjoy this message. God bless. We saw in verse 2. It says, Now there is in Jerusalem, I'm reading out of the English Standard Version. It says, Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, an Aramaic called Bethesda, which has five roofed colonnades. In these lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I'm going, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, get up, take up your bed and walk. And at once the man was healed and he took up his bed and walked. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. See, we have a story here of a man. It's a very familiar story. I'm sure we've all heard this story before, but I just want to look at it from another aspect. And if you heard this aspect before, then that means that, you know, it's confirmation. You need to walk on it. Amen. But he says that in Jerusalem, there was a, a, a pool called a, the, a pool called Bethesda. And by that pool, it was, it, it was a People would gather around, just some background, they would gather around this pool because at certain times, the angel of God would come down and, and touch the water. Some translations say trouble the water, meaning it, that it would put the God, the presence of God upon that water. And everybody who was, who was sick or invalid or whatever would come down into that water and, and be healed. But here we have a man who has been sitting by this pool for what is said in the word 38 years. So we don't know how old he is, but the fact that he's been there 38 years, that, that is a long time. Imagine going through something 38 years. Some of us don't last through what we're going through one week. This man been going through 38 years. But the way I want to look at this is, if you see some certain things about this man and the things that were going on around him, if you look in the very first verse, the first couple of verses in verse three, it says around this pool laid a multitude of invalids. They were blind, lame, and paralyzed. See, now the story tells us that this man had been there for 38 years, and we like to sometimes read past the fact that, that we think that this man was invalid as well, that, that he was not able to walk as well. But if you read the verse carefully, it says that when he was going. So that lets us know that this man had the capability of walking. So why was it that he was still laying there for 38 years? That means that every day he came and set up his position in the same spot for 38 years. That means that he got up at night and left, but then came back the next day for 38 years. Why is it that he keep coming back to the same 
situation for 38 years? Is it because of who he possibly was hanging around when he came? It says that there were the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. See, it's a time in this season that we as people of God, we got to take inventory on who we hanging around. Amen? Because, see, you might have some blind folks around you. No, I'm not talking about blind in the physical because, see, blind people in the physical still can have vision. Amen? But we got some church folks who can see with their natural eyes, but blind as a blind man with their spiritual eyes. That's why Jesus told the people, he said, you're seeing but never perceiving who you're hanging around. See, he said there were some lame people that were, that were around. You know, lame means, in, in some translation, means missing a foot or, or a little out of, out, of, out, of, out, of, out of balance in their walk. But the bottom line is they wasn't walking right. See, if you hanging around folks who ain't walking the right, what does it say? Birds of a feather, what? Flock together. So is this man coming down to hang out with the same people all the time because of familiar spirits? It says there was some paralyzed people around, not able to move. How many of you hanging around people who paralyzed by fear? They, they, the first thing they respond to is in fear. See, as kingdom kids, you gotta respond in faith. We either gonna respond in faith or we gonna respond in fear. The, the, the paralyzed people, they respond in fear. This man had came down to these same people for 38 years. 38 years. 38 years. This man had come down to this water, to this, to this Bethesda, to this porch, and, and sit there each day for 38 years. How long are you going to hold on to that situation? How long are you going to hold on to that circumstance? Is it going to be 38 years? Are you holding on to it because of the people around you? Are you holding on to it because you don't want to rise above the people around you? Well, guess what? You were called greater than that. You were called out of the darkness into the light. You were called to be the head and not the tail. You can't hang around tails trying to be head. Because while one thing is wagging, the other one got to be thinking. You either got to be thinking or you're wagging which one you're going to be. But you can't be both. Thinking or wagging. Okay. You can't be both. And it says that when the waters were troubled, the people would rush in and, and they would move. And, and, the, and the first ones that whoever stepped in got healed. But again, we had this man that was invalid, so-called invalid. But, but we will learn that he wasn't invalid in his body. It was probably more of his mind. Because he did this for 38 years. He watched people get healed, stepping into the water 38 years. Why did they get healed? It says whoever stepped in first. See, sometimes it's, a, it's an issue about the first, the first, the first, the first responders. When you hear the word of God, see, you can sit there and hem and haw and you can, be all, you can be all holy with it and say, well, I need to pray on that. Well, why are you praying other people moving? See, you can sound holy when you say, well, you know, when the pastor say, well, you, I need you to do this. Well, let me pray on that, pal. I, I've had people, when I ask them to pray, they say, let me pray on it. <laughs> How do you need to pray on the prayer? You either move or you don't. See, it's something about first responders. When you first hear that word and you respond in obedience, that God, God got a special reward for the first responders. Is it this man did not get healed because when he heard the word, he didn't move? Wow. 
When he heard the word, when he saw the when he saw the troubling of the waters, the angel of God coming upon the waters, is it is it that he did not move? But why is it that he did not move or move fast enough? Is it because of what he had been through? See, one thing about what you have been through in the past will mess up your future if you're still trying to carry it. Yeah, that's true. See, what happened then doesn't have to happen right now unless you continue to keep carrying it like this man did for 38 years. He not only bought himself down there, but he bought a mat. He made it comfortable, comfortable. for himself to stay in his mess. How many of us make it comfortable to stay in what we're trying to stay in? God keep calling you out. God keep speaking word over your life. It's time to grow. It's time to open the business. It's time to start the ministry. It's time to write the book. It's time to bring your finances. It's time to do things. It's time to go out and compel the people. But you keep making it comfortable because you don't want to stay where you are. Amen. This word today is to release you to say get up off your issues. Your issues ain't going nowhere. They're going to be there wherever you go. But guess what? You still got to get up off of them. See, this man came he, he came down here for 38 years. The number 38 in the Bible, you, it translates usually to meaning slavery or some type of dis-ease. So that lets us know that this man was in bondage to the things. He was in bondage to his situation. He was in bondage to his circumstance. How many of us are in bondage to that thing? God will speak to us in our dreams to do something, and the first thing we bring up is our situation. The first thing we bring up is our circumstance. God says, I need you to go do this. And you say, well, God, I don't have enough money. God ain't asked you about your money. God said, go over there and, and, and speak a word in that person's life. God, I, well, I'm not, a, I'm not a pastor or minister. God didn't ask you what your title was. God said, do, and we come up with excuses. For 38 years, 38 years, 38 years. And then I like when, when it finally comes up, in verse 6, it says, when Jesus saw him lying there, he knew that he had already been there a long time. Jesus said, I, I can imagine, he said, I know, I know he's been there for a long time. Wow. And it's interesting that Christ came to this man specifically. Because wow. the thing is, he knew, Christ, I believe, knew that, that the people around him, that they would get what they need in the water. But this man needed something different. This man needed, what, what he needed was not going to be in this water. What he needed was a word from God that he actually was going to respond to in obedience. And that's why the very first thing that Christ says to him, do you want to be healed? See, Christ was trying to open up this door, this door, this door, this door for, for this man to walk through. Because that's what it was all about, to get up off your issues so you can walk through the open door that God has. So God is saying that, that he's trying to open the door to the blessing of him. See, there's one thing about miracles. There's nothing wrong with that. God gives us miracles to bring us out of situations. God gives us miracles to sustain us in the wilderness. But how many know God don't want us to live in miracles? See, miracles is when, 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 you, when you ain't got enough money to make it through your money. You're trying to rob Peter to pay Paul, and God shows up with a miracle blessing of finances or something. 
But how many know God don't want you to live like that every month? No, God wants you to live in the blessings of a budget, amen? <laughs> Where you ain't spending more than you bring in. Where you're not living above your means. God says, I need to bless you and let you walk in the blessing. Yes, sir. Which is the open door. The open door. The door, I looked at that and God gave me an acronym because I love acronyms when you got the doors, D-O-O-R. And, and the first thing we see in verse 6 is, is the first D is the desire. Desire, desire. God asked him, he said, do you want to be healed? Mm. And how many know when God asks you a question, it ain't because he don't know the answer. <laughs> when God asks us a question, it's really for us to look at ourselves. Yes. And, 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 the, and he's saying, he's asking this man, is the desire there? And so I'm coming to ask you today, is the desire there? I know you have dreams, I know you have visions, but are the, is the desire there, man of God? Is the desire there? See, because if the desire is not there, mo motivation don't last forever, but that desire will burn and won't let you sleep at night. See, motivation to have you happy now, and when you walk out the door, the first sign of trouble goes. But see, if you got that desire to run that business, then guess what? Move on that thing, man of God. Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? See, but here's, here's what usually happens. In verse 7, the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, and while I'm going down, another steps before me. Here we go, Christ is asking him, do you want to be healed? Do you want to come into this existence? Do you have the wish? Do you have the hope? Do you have the expectation? I tell my people, don't ever, don't come to church without expecting something. You got your expectation meets up with the manifestation. That's how we get things to come into this realm. It says that faith is the substance of things, what? Hoped for. And it ain't that hope that's a wishing and a praying and oh Lord, please. No, hope means expectation. Faith is the substance of things that I expect. Amen. Do you have the desire? Do you have a desire? Do you have a desire? And then, but the first thing this man does is come with excuses. Uh, wow. I, I, I don't have nobody to put me in. <laughs> That's the first excuse. He's blaming everybody else. I don't have nobody to put me in. And then like I say, we see here that this man truly, truly is not an invalid man. Because he says when the water is stirred, so that means he can see what's going on. He, he sees all the stuff that's going on around him, but he says, while I am going, some other folks step around in front of me. So that lets us know, or, or that brings the question in my mind, why are you laying there in the first place? If he can get up at any, any point in time, why don't he get up all the time? Why? Why? Because it's his thinking. And see, that's the other O in the D. The D, first D is desire, but the second, the O is overcome. Overcome. See, you got to overcome this thinking, thinking. See, he's talking about no one to put him in. Why he looking for somebody to put him in when he can put his own self in? Why is he looking for, why is he looking for outside help when God has given him everything that he needs on the inside? See, what the enemy wants us to do is always look at our circumstances and our situations, making us think that it's greater than our God. And so then we start making excuses. But how many know that excuses are the tools of the weak and the incompetent used to build monuments of nothingness? That's all excuses do. 
They build a whole bunch of, well, I would have did it, but what had happened was if I did this. So what the enemies are having you do is living a soon-ass life. I'm going to do that as soon as. I, I, I'm going to take care of that as soon as I get a little more money. I'm going to do that as soon as I feel a little better. I'm going to do that as soon as. You're never going to be as soon as. It says now faith. Now, now, right now, right now, right now. It don't say soon as faith. It says now faith. Now faith. But see, this man was not blind, he wasn't lame, he wasn't paralyzed, but what was wrong? He was focused on the wrong thing. He looking around him, what they got, what they doing. God said, take your eyes off of everybody else and just focus on him. Who cares how, how many, who cares how, how fast they jumped out? Who cares how many people they got? Half the people they got in their church ain't number witches and warlocks anyway. Who cares? Don't count the numbers, count the quality of the people that's in the numbers. Who cares? Focus on God. See, God, the enemy wants us to focus on the circumstances, the issues, so that we can make excuses. Yeah. But I mean, no, when you're making excuses, you ain't making nothing else. Right. You're wasting time that we'll never, ever get back. This man is sitting there saying, oh, well, I don't, I don't have nobody to put me in. When I get up, they people run in front of me. Why are they running faster than you? Why? Is it because their desire is greater? Mm -hmm. Is it because they know something more than you? Is it because they is it because they faster than you? But see, we have a God that says what that, that He'll turn the hearts of man. It says that we are favored, we're blessed in the city and blessed outside. See, we have a God that it don't matter how how fast you are because we got a God that is faster. It don't matter how slow slow you are because we got a God that's fast. We it don't matter how much you don't have. We got a God that got everything. Come on, sir. It says in his word, what, that where we are weak, he is strong. God ain't looking for your excuses. He's just looking for your sacrifice. He's just looking for your obedience. He's just looking for the fact that are you willing to overcome your stinking thinking? Meaning, are you willing to shift what you're thinking about? Are you willing to shift from what the enemy is talking and battling and bringing bring to your mind and willing to shift to what the word of God say? Are you willing to stop saying, I don't know how to do it and say, that I got a God that knows all. I don't lean to my own understanding, but in all my ways I acknowledge Him. Yeah. You see, it's, just, it's shifting. It's shifting your thinking. And when when Christ presents Himself, the first thing He comes up with is excuses. Let's not be like Him. When God comes on the scene and, and He asks you and he, He's speaking to you, and the only thing you can come up with is a bunch of excuses. Like the like the uh, little, little little young man was reading the scripture, he's saying, Prophesy. Mm -hmm. Prophesy. Well, I'm not a prophet. I'm not, and nobody told you to be a prophet. Mm -hmm. But to prophesy means that you declare the word of God over your life because the word of God is the truth. The word of God is the light. The word of God is the way. The word says that everything can pass away, but the word will remain. That means your circumstance can pass away, but the word gonna remain. We got a word that is more powerful than anything that you can go through. Anything. Yeah. If you're going through right now, keep on going. Yeah. Ain't nobody tell you to stop. Come on, sir. 
Don't lay your mat down and lay down where you are. Just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you got to keep going. You got to keep pressing. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep, well, I'm, I'm wore out, I'm tired. He said be weary, but faint not. Well, you don't know what I'm going through. He said we'll be perplexed, but we'll be never destroyed. Keep on going. Overcome that stinking thinking. And he says, do you want to be healed? How many of y'all want to be healed? That means being made whole. That means having things restored back to you that the enemy tried to take away. That means, that means having the fullness of what God has, has given us. He said, do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? See, that, that's the, I love that question because it's, it's got so much packed into it because he, he's telling this man, I, I got the healing, but do you want it? So I'm convinced that a lot of us in church don't we don't we don't really want the fullness of God because we enjoy we enjoy the drug of church. Oh, wow. See the drug of church is the church to me sometimes is almost like a pharmaceutical industry. People show up every Sunday to get their hit. They don't want they don't want a full healing. They just want enough to sustain them to the next hit. But he said, "Do you want to be healed?" Meaning cure, meaning set free, meaning release from your bondage, meaning release from the thing that's holding you back. Do you want to be healed? You see, see, it's time out for us to we 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 all we keep looking for feelings and keep looking for for the for stardust to fall out the sky and all that, and the world looking at us like we're crazy. And God is saying it's time for the church. Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? We have a power called the Holy Spirit that is living and dwelling inside of us. It's time for us to operate yeah. like it is. Yeah. The first sign of trouble coming, we we run and we make excuses. Well, well, the world, you know, they they overtaking everything and they doing this and they doing that. Well, ants, they doing their job. They supposed to be out of control. That's the world. That's what it was designed. It, it's supposed to be crazy. It ain't supposed to line up like the church. That's why you be the church and you draw them in. It says lift him up and all men will be what? Drawn. But we lift up pastors and prophets and, and bishops and all that instead of lifting up Christ. That's why the folks ain't being drawn because we lifting up man and not God. Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? He said, sir, I don't have nobody to put me in. And I, while I'm going down there, everybody else get in front of me. Everybody else blocking my blessing. Ain't nobody blocking your blessing. Get that out your mouth. That's a curse of the enemy. Ain't nobody blocking your blessing. Ain't no blessing. If you, will, and if you got blocking ble blessing blockers around you, then who fault is it? You know they blessing blockers. Why, why they around Scared to cut folks off. Comfortable with them. This the devil I know. At least this the devil I know. I don't want to know none of them. You got to be careful what comes out your mouth. Amen. But then in verse 8 it says, it says, Jesus said to him. This is the, this is the second O. The first, the first letter we had in this door was desire. Then it says to, to, to overcome. Overcome your excuses. Overcome, overcome your speaking thinking when God is, is trying to call you into something. And the second O is to operate. 
operate, operate. Well, how do we operate? How, how many know that when, when God is getting ready to move you into a new season, it's always a word that will precede that thing. And the word that he's releasing right now is what's coming in this verse. He said, Jesus said to him, get up. So I come today in this house to tell kingdom worship it's time to get up. It's time to get up. What are you saying, Pastor? What are you saying? What do you, what do you mean by get up? It means it, it, that, that word is translated out to awaken yourself. Yes. Quit hitting the snooze. <laughs> it's time to get up. It's time to get up and walk in what God has called you to be. Uh, it's time out for the excuses. We left that now. We, we, we in the other hole. We done, left, we done overcome the excuses. Amen. So now all the excuses gone. Because see, I, this, is how, this is how I get rid of people from their excuses. And if you had all the money in the world and all the time in the world, what would you do? Then you, all your excuses gone. Because we do have all the money in the world. See, you don't realize that though. Because, see, the world will tell you it takes money to make things go. No, it takes ideas and somebody yeah. to believe in your idea who got money. Yeah. Right. Right, I'll give you that one for free. That's right. See, if you got an idea and you know somebody who, see, it's all about connection. Yeah. See, you, we, we hang around too many blind, lame, and paralyzed folks who is broke, busted, and disgusted. So you share your ideas with them. they like, yeah, that sounds good, bro. I don't even know. But they can't do nothing. They ain't got nothing to do nothing with. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta identify with with the folks who, who can see the same thing you do. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That idea is a good idea. That idea is a God idea. Let me put a little money on it. Let me put something on that to help you out. I don't even know how to do it. I barely know what you're talking about, but it just sounds good. It's just something about you. I like the way you walk. I like the way you talk. I hear some integrity I see on you. Just, just, just let me bless you. But as long as we hang around them blind, blind, lame, and paralyzed folks who, you know, well, I ain't never seen nobody do that before. I don't know how you're going to get that done. It ain't never happened around here. Well, then you, you, you're talking to the wrong people. You keep laying your mat down, getting comfortable around the wrong folks. They've been there for 38 years. They can tell you what the block looked like with their eyes closed. 38 years. Same thing, day in, day out. You can come, you can drive back. I know some of y'all go back to your hometown or wherever you're from, and you can drive to that one spot, and that man and them folks are still out there, hanging out, still every day. If they get up, they schedule it. It's like going to work. They come down to meet every day. And you thinking that the reason why your ideas ain't manifesting is because there, there's somebody holding it back or whatever. No, you sharing them with folks who can't do nothing. Come on, man. Now, I'm not saying you get around people just so you can use them, but what I'm saying is you get around people so you can use them. <laughs> Y'all will get that when you get home. Because Christ said, get up. What does get up mean? See, this, this is what I'm saying about getting around the folks because get up means to awaken yourself, awaken yourself. Get up, it, it symbolizes something in, in changing tr positions. Changing positions. See, see, when I sit down right here, I, I can't even see folks behind, behind this podium. Y'all probably can't even see me, some of the people, because I'm in a different position. 
But see, when Christ comes to your life and he, he finds you in the darkness, he finds you in your mess, he finds you in your circumstance, and he says, now it's time to get up, son. Now it's time to get up, daughter. See, when you change your position, you, you, you rise to the occasion, now your view changes. See, what you see now here don't look like what you see up here. That's why, see, you hang around caterpillars and God calls you to be a butterfly. Of course they're going to see stuff on the ground. That's where they at. See, I know that I told, I told people today, you know, they, we, I had a church and I was talking about it, all these folks talking about this trans stuff and transgender and all this kind of stuff. And I told them, I said, yeah, I'm trans, I'm trans rich. I identify with prosperity. That, that's what I'm identifying with. I ain't there yet, but that's what I identify with. I need them to make a policy up for that, amen? Because I'm, I'm, I'm ready to change the position. But I know that, that it all starts right here. It all starts right here. You have to get up. You have to get up. You have to get up. See, getting up changes what was what was invalid into what's valid. See, they said this man was invalid or meaning invalid. See, other people had labeled him something. They had labeled him invalid, meaning he was not he was not valid for the law. He had been voided out. But Christ is saying now, get up. Up. I'm taking off the invalid and making you valid. I'm stepping you valid. Under the law, you weren't able to do nothing. But I'm trying to bestow some grace upon you. The grace of God is upon your life. Now it's time to change your position. The gospel proclaims liberty to those who are ready to be set free. Find your relief in Christ and, and shake yourself off, to shake the dust off and shake off the doubt and fears. And then Christ tells him, pick up your pallets, pick up your mat. Come on, sir. He said, get up. Get up. And then this seems to be a harsh thing that, that Christ is telling this man who, who, who's been here for 30 years. And Christ said, get up. Get up. Pick up, pick, pick up your pallet. And I, and I always had a hard time with this because I'm like, God, well, why, why do you want him to pick up this very thing that he was comfortable in and, and, and laying down on and, 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 and pick it up with him? But see, the thing is, is because Christ wanted him to see that the thing that had you, you now have. The thing that was controlling you, you now control. See, when you pick it up, you can always put it back down. Because you in control. I can pick it up and I can lay it back down because you in control. But see, when he was kept laying it down and, and he was laying on it, it was controlling him. See, you know how it is in the morning when that when that alarm off that bed just got you? You don't want to get up. It, 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 it's in control of you. Comfortable, being comfortable is a, is a curse sometimes because it'll have you sleep when you're supposed to be up. While the enemy is prowling back and forth, see, sometimes the enemy can't even attack attack you when you're up and moving around. It's only when you sleep. And I ain't talking about physical, I'm talking about spiritual. That's why Christ says, pick up, remove what's been hindering you, remove what's been, what, what you've been going through. See, he was more focused on the pool. He was more focused on the circumstances. I need to get to this pool. I need to get to this pool. He was still talking about this pool, even though he was in front of the pool maker. All right. Come on. Yes, sir. Y'all didn't get that. See, he's still talking about, I can't get down to this pool, and he's standing in front of the pool maker. What am I saying? We, we, we sit there and we worry about resources when we connected to the source. That's right. 
How I'm going to make this happen, God? How I'm going to stretch this? How is this going to work? God, I don't understand. God, where am I healing that? I don't, you know, what the doctor said. We worried about all the resources when we connected to the source. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sir. God say, take your eyes off the pool and put them on me. Pick up your palate. Pick up your palate. See what that palate does again is it has us to see and believe in that, 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 that everything is about our circumstance. God says, I'm greater than your circumstances. Yeah, what you're going through may be real, but quit laying on them. You got to deal with them and get up and keep moving. Yes, 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 yes. See, the word of God says, Jacob walked through the valley of the shadow of death. I shall fear no evil. He said, Yea, though I walk through. Uh -huh. Through. Uh -huh. Through. Yeah, we all have valid experiences, but you ain't got to get comfortable in them. You ain't got to sit down and please don't make no friends in them. Yeah. Don't make no friends because they'll try to keep you there. Yes, sir. Don't leave us. Hey, I thought you were down. I thought you, why you think you better than us? Why you want to leave? Why, well, I got things to do. I, 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 got, I was put here for more than this. Don't you have that in you? Don't you feel that? That you was put here more for, for more than what you're doing every day? You were put here more to be more than just somebody's employee. You were put here to be more than just somebody who just come to church on Sunday and leave and go back home and everything be the same way. You were put here for more than that. I know you feel it because I can feel it in I can feel the fire, but I'm here today to fan those flames, to blow on that thing so that it becomes a raging inferno. It's time for you to get up and pick up your pallets. Yeah. Come on, sir. I know what you're going through is real. It says, Jay, though I walk through the valley of the shadows, catch that. When the last time a shadow ever hurt you? When the last time a shadow ever bothered you? See, what a lot of what we see are just shadows. They just manifesting things that are around. But see, God is saying, deal with the root. Instead of looking at the shadow, how, how do shadows get created? By the lights. We rather look at the shadows than look at the lights. That's why we get to go through, because we got a light that's always shining this way. God says, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Pick up your pallets. And then I like the last instruction. He said, walk. Because yes. it ain't enough just to get up yes. and you still standing. Come on, it ain't enough to just pick up your pallet and you just stand there. Mm. See, that like getting saved, but that's all. Ain't nothing wrong with getting saved. I hope everybody here is, amen, because it's nothing like salvation. But how many know that God has oh so much more than just an just a entrance into heaven? See, we get saved and I got my ticket to heaven and you good, but you're living in hell while you're here. Wow. And then we wonder why folks don't want what we got. I wouldn't want it either. Because God says walk. What does that mean? Make your way. Live. Regulate your life properly. It says in Ephesians, it says, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as the children of light. Because what happens when you walk? You start showing other people how it's done. Hey, I was just like you. I, I, I felt the same way. I laid down for 38 years too. You don't believe me, it'll go my palate. See, that's why God 
had him to take his pallet. I always wanted, God, why you going to let the man take you to issue up? See, God let you walk that thing around because when you come up to that person and you, and you need to connect with them, be like, I, I got a pallet right here, but I don't lay on this thing no more. See, I, 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 I used to be a, I used to be a drug addict, but I don't smoke no more. I, I, I used to be out there in the streets, but I don't do that no more. But I, I know how to walk. Come follow me this way. Come, 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 come see a man like the woman at the well. I know a man. I know a man. See, that's what it's ultimately is all about. God wants us to God wants us to have that desire to overcome, so we can operate in this system, so that we can bring people to the rewards. So that we can bring people to the reward because it says what in verse 9, it says that and at once mm -hmm. the man was healed. Mm -hmm. At once the man was healed. Now, and if you read this closely, it says after that, and he took up his bed and walked. Mm -hmm. What am I saying? Mm. He was healed just by the word of God. Wow. Just by the instructions. That he received from God. Then he started to walk. <laughs> Read it. It's right there. It says at once the man was healed. He received his healing because there came a point. Then he said, I can imagine his mind shifted. He says, I'm going to receive this word today. I done heard a lot of times before, but it's something about today. It's something about the way you present it today. And it says at once. He was healed. That means he received his reward at once. See, you can't walk, you can't be healed, you can't take up your bed until you receive the word of God. It says in the word that what he gives us this foolishness called preaching. And why? So that they can hear the word of God. Faith come by hearing and what? Hearing the word of God. He says that we got to hear. And we told Ezekiel, speak to those dry bones. See, it's something about the word when you hear that thing. See, it's something inside of our ear. They got they, it's, it's, it's three bones in our ear. One of them is the smallest bone, and they call it the anvil. But it, it is basically that, that when, the, when the sound comes into your ear, that the anvil is struck by the, by the smaller bone, now, the, what they call the inner ear. And it's a sound, and it makes a vibration and God is saying today that the word of God is here to release you. The word of God is here to heal you. The word of God is here to replenish you. The word of God is here to restore you. The word of God is here to fan up the flames. The word of God is to set you loose. The word of God is to release you. The word of God is to break you free. The word of God is to bust the bondages. The word of God is to deliver you. The word of God is here. Yeah. Take up your bed. Take up your bed and walk. Get up. Take up your bed and walk. Take up your bed and walk. It says at once. At once. At once the man was healed. See, God is in, he's in the business of suddenly right now. That's why you got to be in the right position. Because see, what you waited on for 38 years, God said, I can do it in five minutes. But you just got to get up and pick up your bed and be ready to walk. See, the little man read something about preparation. See, you can't, you, it ain't the time to be ready. It ain't the time to get ready. You got to get up, get your pallet, and say, God, I'm ready to walk. Yes, sir. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how to get there. I don't know when I'm going to get there. But you said I'm ready to walk. So let's walk. Yes, yes, But if you still laying down on your pallet, meaning your circumstances, woe is me. You know, you don't never act right. 
I can't get daddy to do this. My job, them folks talking about me. They I'm not here to discount your problems because I got my own too. And I and I whine in mine as well sometimes. But that comes a time out for whining. Yeah, whine when you get hit, but now it's time to get up. Get up. Amen. It's time to get up. Get up. We kingdom kids. Yes, sir. We built for this. Yes, sir. We made for this. Yes, sir. We made for this. Yes. It ain't nothing but fight in us. That's all it's about. We have the we we have a thing that God God says I made you in my likeness in my image. If we go back to Genesis, what does He say? He says in the beginning was the it was the was the, the God created the heavens and the earth, but then the earth was void and without form. That means that something happened, a circumstance, a situation took out all that God had created. Because how many know a creator don't create void things? But when He saw His circumstance. And when he saw his situation, he looked at it and he said, let there be light. He said, everything is in me. I need it to become. Let there be light. I'm not, I'm not worried about the situation. See, what we do, we pray to God to change our situation. And God said, I'm trying to change you. Yes, God, please take this away from me. Take this job. God said, I ain't, I ain't worried about your situation. They come. He says, the day is evil. <laughs> the, the, the devil is always on the prowl looking for whom he can devour. I ain't worried about him. I'm worried about you. If I can get you to change, then you won't worry about him either. He'll become the little lion that roars and ain't got no bites. Jesus ain't trying to change our circumstances. He want to change us. He want to call us into a, a new way of being, a new way of seeing, a new way of acting. That's why Paul said, he said, be ye transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind. Yes, yes. That's what this is. It's a, it's a renewing your mind. Get up off your issues. Yes. Otherwise, we'll be waiting around like this man. When God has assured you, you can get up and walk. See, when we stand and rise to the new life, we discover the circumstances have somehow changed. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. When you finally get up you, 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 and you start doing and you start doing what God has called you to do and you, and you releasing your, the prophetic word over your own life, it don't always take the pastor. Go where the pastor out. Some stuff you can do on your own. You equip the handle on your own. Now, I'm not telling you to run and be a renegade. That ain't what I'm releasing in the house. So don't even run with that. You ain't a rebellious house. Amen. But don't wear a pastor out. She didn't tell me to say that. I'm just feeling that. Amen. Because it's about equipping. She got her own fight to fight. You got to help her fight. Instead of waiting for the water to be troubled, you got to trouble your troubles. It's time for you to start troubling your troubles. Amen. See, the light that Jesus offers us, it, it don't happen as soon as. It, it happens in this place, in this time, even in the midst of this circumstance. God is not trying to change your circumstance. Get over that. I don't know who told you that. He's not trying to change. He's trying to change you. Because yeah. when we get changed, the stuff starts bothering you. I mean, think about it. If you don't believe what I'm saying, the stuff that used to bother you when you was 14, do it still bother you now? You know, the little puppy love stuff, you know, did she like me, check the box, take the, you know, all that little stuff, and nobody like you and all, all that. It don't bother you now. Well, that's the same thing in the spirit. When we rise up, yeah. certain little stuff don't, they ain't, ain't going to phase you no more. You, you'll start telling the enemy, is that all you got? Yeah, come on now. 
Is, is that really all you got? I mean, you, you getting on my nerves. Go on somewhere with that little bitch. Go on, go on with all that. I remember back in the day when you used to get ready to get in a fight, you like, you would send the other person, handle my light work. Yeah. Y'all know that, handle, handle my light work. Uh, me, me, I ain't got time to even waste my time. I don't even feel like getting sweaty dealing with you. It ain't gonna prove nothing to me to beat you up. Yeah. Handle my light work. So you gotta get that handle my light work anointing in you. You gotta say, I, I ain't fighting this enemy no more. Handle my light work, handle my light work. Because see, we gotta get past the circumstance. Yes, Amen. Amen. Get past the circumstance. God wants us to get up, pick up the pallet, and walk. Yeah. Get up, open this, come through this door. Had a desire to overcome, to operate, so that you can receive your reward. Instead of relying on the miracles, we can operate in the blessings. Because if you notice, the man never went to the water. He, he never went to the water. Why you gotta walk to the water when you walking? Why you gotta walk to the water when you walking? Why do you have to walk to the water when you walking? It's time for the house to get up off your issues. I know you got issues. I know you got circumstances. I know you got situations. I know things don't look the way you envision them to look, but get up off those issues and keep walking. Yes. Keep walking. The reward don't come to you. You go to it. Yes. Keep walking. 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 Yes. Get that in your spirit. Keep walking. You fall down, keep walking. You get hit, keep walking. You get talked about, keep walking. You you get turned turned down, keep walking. You get rejected, keep walking. You get abandoned, keep walking. You get left out, keep walking. You get cussed out, keep walking. You get beat up, keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Because all those other things you don't have no control over. You don't have no control over somebody talking about you. You don't have no control over somebody abandoning you and rejecting you. But you got all the control over you walking. Keep walking. In spite of it. Amen.